Welcome to the Indie Comics section. Join us as we take you through the pages of some of the best stories and art that's available in the comic book industry. From trivia to book discussions and to interviews, this is Indie Comics. Arabian nights. <laughs> there like we go. Arabian days. <laughs> We've got Jeff for that. Thank you, Alrighty. Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. That's our intro now for every episode done. I know, right? Finished. <laughs> that was a good uh, Robin Williams impression. <laughs> <laughs> not, the, not the best. <laughs> oh, man. It's pretty solid. Alrighty. Well, we're, I guess, yeah. I'll let, you, I'll let you start this off, actually. You're the host. Thank you for that brilliant... Uh, I don't yeah. know what I officially, unofficially became the host, but thank you. I'm I am slightly better at segues than Tyler's, so I will accept what? this great mantle. My segues are amazing. And speaking <laughs> about amazing segues, uh, take it. <laughs> you were saying... Hi, we're Indie Comics and we're not awkward at all. <laughs> my, uh, my name is Maddie. And this is Jeff. And this is Tyler. And we're here to talk about Journey, which is a super cool indie comic from J.T. Kroll. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we got to talk with him last, uh, I don't know if it was last week or whenever this is going to come out. Yeah. But um, it's super awesome. And it is a story about a half genie who is going on a journey to rescue her mom, which I thought was super cool. What did you guys think about like the overall comic? I really like the story. Uh, Actually, a lot. I actually really like her character. I like a lot of the characters in it. Um, she's so cool. I want to like. I want to be her, but in a way that I know she's too cool for me to be her. So like, I just want to be her friend. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm like the tiger girl who just follows her around and is like, I love you. Oh man, I need to Nylise. show you. Was Nylise. that her name, Nylise? Yeah, it totally yeah, was. Nylise. Yeah, Nylise was pretty. She's cool. cool. I think the mom was cool. I like. I actually like the villain. I like yeah. the fact that he was Torrenthal. Yeah, I just like the fact that he was just evil. I like he that like, Jeff you know knows what? all the names. Yeah, he's in this. I, I like. I like the fact that he was just kind of evil just to be evil like he was like yeah. you're my slaves and why why do i need to prove in, to prove myself to anybody else like i have a great oh, yeah torrenthal quote later i mean he's very much like the classic villain like the whole thing and that was what i found interesting about this was that it's very like it, it's not a brand new story which like you know there are no new stories but like it's a very classic well, fantasy anything, it's a reimagination epic. of a lot of the very classic uh storylines there i mean exactly. when you look at her entire thing about going on a journey to you know uh to, to go save her mom and everything it's like dude that's like straight out of conan the barbarian right there so obviously <laughs> yeah. you have that right there the entire bit about you know uh, aladdin and the thousand one arabian nights well mm-hmm. that's just pitter-pattered all throughout the darn story here I mean, we, we saw, we got saw, to meet we, we saw, we saw, we saw right. things that look like orcs. I mean, yeah. we saw, th- there was plenty of but stuff. But that's here. what I liked about it is that it had all these kind of maybe a little cliched story elements, but it kind of made oh, yeah. them new and exciting. And yeah. I like I want to know what happens next. I want to see where she goes. And like it yeah. did feel like a very like very much so actually. cool fantasy epic. And what's good about it is, is by making her also half genie and everything, I think it's kind of like a best of both worlds with yeah. her. It's like, you know, she obviously she is damn strong because of her ge- her genie genes, I guess you can call them. But, you know, she's also fallible, genie too. Genie so coming she... to a mall near you. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that do you not... dream of genie? Genie dreams. Oh, genie oh my God. I They're like sparkly. JT Crow, we have a new product for you to sell along with copies of Journey. I dream of genie genes. Right? Oh, my gosh. Amazing. I'm so sorry. Continue. 
And of course, you got to love it that, you know, they obviously had the O de Genie from Disney with the blue skin and all that. So that's. And and like Tyler's mentioning the little like Aladdin reference of like the street rat guy who then ended up like. Oh, I know the street. Slight spoilers, but like read it just because it's great, not because it's super unpredictable. But like he was uh, he was terrible and he betrayed her. And I loved that little twist, though. I thought that was so great. It's good what happens to him, so yeah. Yeah, you, you gotta were... read what happens to him because it, it, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's just desserts. But yeah, yeah, there there were like a lot of little things where it took like, okay, here's the story, and like maybe it wasn't like super revolutionary, but then there was this moment where you were like, ooh, this is kind of a refreshing twist, and I liked that, and and it also I think one of the kind of story elements that I pulled from it is that like looks can be deceiving in a lot of ways. Yeah, very um, much so, and. I, I liked that, too, where you see, you know, oh, this old woman and she's just a seer and she lost her child. And oh, then, yeah. Yeah. And then Ara, the main character, goes down to, like, save this baby from the monster. Only and... to realize that. Well, yeah. <laughs> Can we say it? Is I mean, he, I mean, I guess it's not really that much of a spoiler. Yeah. But yeah, it's like finding out that the baby is the monster. It's yeah. like, oh, OK. But it's this. Yeah, I actually really like the second issue it. a lot. I thought that that was like really, really cool. Yeah. That was one of my favorite elements, just because it was like it was one of those things where like I didn't think about it. Plus, if you think about it, that was re- what that was real. That was really where she had her first major uh, conceivable road to actually getting to her mom, because it had mm-hmm. had it not been for that seer, she would not have been on the right road to finding her mom whatsoever. Yeah. She would still be wandering that desert aimlessly. So, if anything, you know that near scoop with death with the, I guess the. Monster baby, I guess you can call it down there. Or Monster something. baby. Monster baby. But yeah, and just Come like that whole, summer. like, she... <laughs> We've got another movie idea in there, too. Uh, but, like, and then she, like, pulls out the head, and she's like, I brought your child back, just like you asked. I know, but, yeah. like, and this old an- lady... An- another great nod to, to Conan right, right. there with the, with the beheadings and all that. You gotta love it. But, yeah, you have this, like, nice little old lady who's, like, asking warriors to go down and, like, save her child, which at first I was a little skeptical, though, because I was like, what baby is still alive? Yeah, exactly. That's where That's you kind of think, hole. like, Has it been, like, a couple hours? Yeah. Because it yeah, seems exactly. like a long, long <laughs> Um, but you know whatever magic and stuff who knows Um, and then she's basically just feeding this monster her child but like that was just such an interesting it felt very like anime to me like I don't know and and, and, and like the street rat she also gets her just desserts too in the end and of course it doesn't work out for her as well what I liked was that she said well we both have we both said we would do we what we did. We fulfilled our end we, of the bargain. Yeah, we both yeah. held our end of the bargain. So I it's that was awesome. Yeah, yeah the lady had said, I yeah. will, you know, give you a vision if you go and rescue my child. And she brought the kid back up. Exactly. And that's a recurring head. theme that you're seeing with Ara a whole lot on her it's journey like is that she's constantly distracted by new things coming across her entire thing. Like she said at the very beginning when she met Nylise when her, when her dad was being killed by those orc-like things that this isn't technically my fight, but you know what? I'm making it my fight now when that kind of thing yeah, happens. Yeah, I mean, she so. wants to help out other people, she people who can't people. be, you know, who it's can't the, help themselves. It's, it's the true mark of the hero warrior, uh, of the hero warrior, when, you know, obviously they have one particular quest that they're going on, but there's a lot of side quests that they go on in the meantime. Well, yeah, and, and she says... And that's what we see here. Yeah, there's this line that says, some cries even I can't ignore, and, like, you kind of have this exactly. call where, like, she has yeah. her own journey, but... And especially those cries, because at the very beginning, those things are basically carving his flesh right Ooh, off Oh, yeah, right that was, like, like, some Ooh. immediate graphic stuff that I was like, whoa, not quite prepared for. Exactly. It's, <laughs> um, like, it's like, you wouldn't expect that to, like, maybe, like, the middle of the book or something, but you have it right like, in that right first page. Right at the opening. Right uh, that was, like, definitely the most graphic part I of know. the whole thing. <laughs> uh, although it was pretty cool when um, the one Jin guy like it's like smoke and just like yeah yeah Anjum. kills everyone anjahar i think his name I, is yeah. how do you like remember that? all these i have them all written down but that's amazing i like i like anjahar. i liked the big spooky 
like but genie. he was nice and sad he yeah, was but what I like about him, like, he was like as menacing as he was it's like yeah he's still enslaved to Torrenthal mm-hmm. because at the end he's pretty much he's all like Ugh, you have a vessel that means I'm still just a slave yeah, and but he, I like the fact much. that he like looks up and goes home. You're like, oh yeah, man. like he was sad. He was this big tough dude, but like he he wasn't his own. Well, and, like, nothing. that's why essentially, you know, the whole thing when I was when when I saw that whole scene, it reminded me. Well, I know it's going to be shamelessly plugging back <laughs> to Disney, but I'm pretty much thinking like infinite cosmic powers, to be living space. Well, that's yeah, exactly you have this what this of. idea of what a genie or a gen is, and like I think you know what was that to you guys to see kind of these really powerful beings that were slaves. Yeah. And like, how do you, but what was good was that they showed my, that's why I especially love what the entire explanation for that was that essentially these were people that were reprobates of their own world that have been banished to other worlds. Yeah. And therefore the vessels essentially were their prisons. Did they say what her mom did to get kicked out? They were allu- they they alluded to it just a little bit. What Luna did on her world, but they never made it too clear. Actually, just that she, on her world, she was obviously, uh, uh, banished to this particular world and that's where she found the grandfather of Ara and she served him obviously which I thought was such a wonderful story actually yeah I thought well that was the thing that I thought was so interesting about like that master-slave relationship which is kind of always true that you have like yeah. the good master versus the bad master and this one took the good master into like a really nice place where I feel like usually any yeah. master is always a bad master even when they're the good master because um, like even that guy so like uh, the main character Ara's mother um, Luna. Luna, yeah. thank you. Um, which I should remember because of my Sailor Moon time. Um, <laughs> but uh, Luna, who I love, she's fabulous, um, Is serves this Earth guy, and he's, you know, actually pretty cool, and he's an honorable man, and, like, he his keeps name her... his Warwick. Yeah, Warwick was... Yeah, Warwick, so yeah. It was Warwick. I didn't even need to write them down. Jeff knows them all. Um, so Warwick is, like, actually a pretty cool king. Um, I really liked that. Sorry. Yeah, it was cool. Um, and he's like fighting with her at his side, but like nobody really knows well, that she's there. He, well, essentially, if anything, he's using her as a weapon of war, but in a respectful kind of way, I guess you can say. I mean, it was like what how she said. She said it was angelic and ses- ses- she was celestial. yeah, she was like a goddess to him. So um, yeah, it was more of like he was like asking like, hey, like you know, I just need help because it was sure, it, sure. It, it was him going in with her protection, like like yeah, that. exactly. Like, Which is kind ask. of an interesting concept, though, when you think about okay, well, this is like an angelic being that's protecting me, but yeah. also has to do my will. Well, if yeah. any, well, if anything, it's a direct opposite of what Torenthal is doing with Anjaha, yeah. which is basically saying is like, no, 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 I'm not asking you. You're you're going to do that. Yeah, like, like, or, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like you're doing it. You're not doing me. this, not me. But exactly. that's like an interesting. Okay, I'm going to take it here because I'm thinking about this now. Because I was like, oh, this is so sweet. And I'm like, but isn't that a really fascinating Stockholm Syndrome thing? Yeah. Where you're asking, be. you could, he could be telling, but instead he chooses yeah. to ask her and to have this nice relationship. And then what happens, he asks her to look after his son instead of setting her free. It even mentions like he knew how much she wanted to be free. But instead of doing that, mm-hmm. he was like, watch over my kid. And then she falls in love with the kid and has a child, which yeah. is like really, you know, at that point, nice. But, like, she's still bound, it looks like, to the yeah. object. So, like, it's just a really interesting... And we yeah. have not met her, the father yet. Yeah. Nope. We see him really briefly where he's, like, well, sad. His queen past, is gone. basically, when, 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 you know, Luna was taken and everything. But we don't see anything Yeah, we currently. see him being sad about her getting kidnapped. But, yeah. like, it's and just he, really interesting... Obviously, he has one arm taken off to, and yeah. So. yeah, to think about it that way. 
that like she was still bound like she was still technically a slave even if she was a slave in a gilded cage yeah. interesting thing uh, to think i like about. how you're like like we just see him once and he's sad right. <laughs> you see him well once. they're always like and your father kind of your and father and, he's, and, and he's it's like, he's like he's like and then he finally show him and his arms and his, and his hands missing <laughs> like oh there he is he was having a rough time there he is and he's on his throne he looks so somber and he's looking <laughs> over at the empty chair where luna w- uh. would sit by his side so it's like oh it's too um, sad which yeah. is one of the things I like about this so much is that there is so much room to grow and to learn more about the characters and to learn yeah. more about it was the very back much, history. It was, it was and... very much a world-building volume is what it was. Yeah. You really get to see this wider world, mm-hmm. especially from her point of view, because when she was being so young, she wanted to know the world outside of her home city of yeah. Yana. And now she essentially has seen it, but she's realizing it's much bigger than it is. And it can't be just a wide, never-ending sea of sand or something like that. Right. That's why I love how this story essentially is, you know surrounding this great desert that's all going around with that but at the very end of it well we see a twist now no longer is she just the la- the, the 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 landing warrior but now she's kind of a pirate on the high seas now with yeah. all these guys it's pretty cool so yeah and then like yeah the, the fourth volume is going to come out in september which is really cool too um, catch up. I know there's a lot there's a lot to this and that's kind of what I liked it like what you guys are saying like it's world building I like the fact that there's like little tales like, oh yeah like like the you know the woman like the, the kid and the baby in the in the well and stuff like that there was a couple tales in there that we got to yeah. read through and really understand Ara so well and that's something that I thought was interesting too is that it's broken up where like each issue really has its own little mini story which is something JT kind of talked about with us true true um, to the point where I really feel like this would be such a great in a different format, maybe like a kids series. Yeah, like it's I, it's I written agree. in a way that it has these high fantasy elements. It's got a princess. Yeah. It's got you know like where like I could see a really epic film coming out of this, or I could yeah. see you know like more storytelling in that way that like I would think that it would be okay minus a little language and something I'm about to talk about clothing, which is why it makes me kind of sad because like I would certainly not be comfortable giving this to a child or really it's hard to recommend it to other ladies because of the outfit. And that's really just like, mm. I kind of kept hoping that it would get better. Like, oh, maybe she'll change because she kept changing. It would like alter slightly, but it was well, still. She technically does. The very last page, she There's... she dons a pirate a pirate's costume. And even apparently. before that, she has a number of different little outfits, but oh, they're yeah, all yeah. like this tiny yeah. little half corset thing and a thong and high heels. Yeah. Because that's what you wear to battle. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> and so it was just a little, it was hard because like. She's beautiful, and the art is beautiful, and mm-hmm. the color is beautiful. The character but design is it's is gorgeous. Well done. Yeah, I am in love with it. But also, like when you first look at it, all you see is we'll put it nicely cleavage. There's a lot of cleavage, and you know what? And I like those as much as anybody. I was looking. Um, I was looking at the navel the entire time. I don't know what you're thinking. <laughs> to be honest, okay, I'm actually gonna go on that. I I did look because none because the belly buttons like because. I can imagine <laughs> how much belly buttons are hard to draw. The entire time I'm like, I, I would always look like, you know what? Like, that actually kind of looks like a lot better than a lot of belly buttons I've seen oh in comics. God. Is that weird? I was not looking there. I, I have fi- found out like hands, feet, and belly buttons are like the three hardest things for, for artists to draw in comics. Mm-hmm. I like and lo- for some strange reason. Like, we didn't see that many, you know, feet at all. But like the belly button, I was like. That's a that's like a well that's a solid belly button right like, there. Yeah, like all the belly buttons are pretty it's like solid. Like a little in this. line, is it really that high? <laughs> I, like I have it. no I, idea. I never thought about hey, that. I like a deep navel, and I cannot lie. 
I think it's also because we don't see that many belly buttons in oh comics God, anymore. Jeff just so killed me. Fair. <laughs> um, but yeah, basically, I and my my issue with it really is that I really really like this story, and it's actually, which we'll get into, a pretty feminist story, yeah. and I'm yeah, all yeah, about very it. Much so. I really really enjoyed it, but it's hard to be like, hey, read this cool feminist story where the girl is running around with like barely any clothes on. Yeah, it, yeah and it was just distracting for me, like as an experience. And I get that a lot of people would like that, but then it's also blocking out a lot of audience. I yeah. think that like when I'm walking down the line of the comic book store, I'm not going to pick that up or like Vampirilla or like some of, there's a lot of other characters that are in the yeah. same vein. I agree. Now don't, don't get us wrong. The artist, the, or, it's the artist beautiful. is gorgeous. Yeah. The art is amazing. The and art is well done. Yeah. That's it, like just, why I care enough to. Exactly. <laughs> to it's just, it's just, it. it's just one suggestion, I guess. It's yeah. just, I think, I think we've gone so far in comics yeah. and as a society. I'm, I, I'm done with seeing big boobs in my comics if it doesn't have anything to do with the story. Like, if a character's, like, whole thing is like, oh, I smash people with my boobs, I'm like, okay, you better <laughs> have right. big boobs. I'm like, you better have big boobs. Oh, yeah, she boobs. was using those I boobs to cut off sense. all of those arms and legs that she was doing left and right, guys. Come on, really? <laughs> she used her genie powers to be able to stand. Yeah, and I do think that that's part of kind of the exclusion of women, though, in a lot of comic yeah. spaces sure, because sure. that's kind of what what it, we're used to yeah and i think that yeah like i think it'd be great it's, to see this take a progressive step forward and kind of just say hey, hey yep. she doesn't have to be covered all the way agreed but like just make the course a little higher where or, like you know normal nipples would be but like yeah like I, I think just because i love it so much that's why i care yeah because it's not that comic it bothers me less with like with her mom because like luna is a slave essentially yeah. and you look at the male genie whose name is and Jaha. And Jaha. Who is, you know, not wearing a shirt or anything, and he's got some interesting nibble piercings. Yeah, he does. And so, like, I get it. Like, genies <laughs> mm-hmm. of slaves, like, okay, maybe they're just not well dressed, and that's, like, what it is. But well, then I it's think. It's the society of gin. I mean, also, you have to look into. Yeah. If you look into the mythologies, you know, they've always indicated that genies tend to wear, wear very little clothing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she was never enslaved, and that's something that's really cool, because then yeah. we get to wonder, like, so she has basically what looks like a vessel that her mother gave her, yeah. but if it's not her vessel, because she's not enslaved the way that the other djinn are which is something her mom reveals yeah whose vessel is it or what does it do i have a lot of questions i'm excited yeah. to read more yeah. although i would also like if she like you know wore but clothes I mean, well i showed you the third volume so it looks like that they have given her more yeah clothing, but yeah like there's a lot of really great. cool story elements that i'm really excited to follow up with and so, like oh yeah because like i really do think that this is such an amazing story and yep. like Immediately passes the Bechdel test, immediately has all these really cool female characters who are helping each other. Yep. Her whole thing is about saving her mom, which is really cool. Like, usually it's like, oh, a sweeping romance. Oh, she's got to go find her boyfriend. And it's like, no, this is actually no, like you don't see way now. bigger than that. And I love that it didn't fall into those tropes. Um, and she's this amazing, strong, tough character. So, yep. Yeah, she's yeah. That's why I she's care. awesome. I, I I love her personality. I love what she says. I love how yeah. I love her. Um, she's a warrior. I, I feel like she's like the most like warrior that we've seen in a while. Like uh, like everything yeah, she very says. Much so is yeah, yeah. She she definitely her is mindset. So definitely more of the kick. kick well, you know, she, let's be honest. She's the she she's the epitome of the princess warrior kind of yeah. thing going on yeah. here. So this is this is like you know, which is the, awesome. the, the next best thing since like you know. But yeah, and like I feel like especially with like a younger audience too, like everybody wants to be like a cool princess and also a cool right warrior. Now. And like there was a line that I really liked too, just about um, where is it uh. That um, the path to my mother twists in the wind, bending and changing. If the way to the light is through the darkness, then so be it. And this kind of 
Like she's willing to do anything, yeah. and she's also willing to stop and help people along the way, very, which yeah, is really she, great. But she's yeah. also Machiavellian too, realizing yeah. that any, any by any means necessary, get the job done. Sure. Yeah, like I wouldn't call her kind necessarily as like a character no. trait, but at the same time, she's willing to help other people who need it. True, true. But at the same time, you definitely can't call her an anti-hero because she definitely doesn't walk the fine line. Yeah. She, def- she yeah. definitely is on the side of righteousness, but at the same time, she's also willing to crack a few bones here and there to do it. So, Yeah. What do y'all think, what do y'all think about the coloring? Oh, that oh, color was, was about it's, to it's say, so, me- so mesmerizing. So beautiful. Yeah, the so colors are by Brett Smith with Brett. Uh, Wes Hartman and Beth Sotelo. And Great job, everybody. Yeah. Who, who, the who, colors I, might, who, I, might, who I might add are all adepts of uh, Peter Steigerwald with Aspen. So, you know, he, mm, yeah. d- he does his part with that. And, Peter's art's great. And, oh, like, the city just... of Breen, when they go in, and there's, like, a rainbow waterfall. And I'm just like, this is so yeah, beautiful. I, I want to go here. <laughs> and, Jana, I, I think I think my most favorite, besides the high seas part where she finally is on the ship and everything, that's so stunningly beautiful. But I also <laughs> like her home city of Yana. I just, the, yeah. the, those Yeah, well, they're all yeah. every place. And, like, that was yeah. what was so cool is the world building was so strong that you have these mystical, amazing places, and you want to go visit them, and you want to go live in them. And let's... Yeah the true sign of a really strong fantasy epic. It's, yes, it's, it was so, so world building and yet we have no idea what the world is. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's so much more. Yeah. than yeah. we're seeing. And, and I think and, that's, and that's really what cool. I love about it because toward the end, when she's setting out on this new thing, when she, when she comes close to getting her mother, but she slips by her once again, she ends up burning that map and realizing, yep, this is a wide world, but you know what? It's also wider than I could have ever imagined. And I'm yeah. pretty yeah. sure there is a whole lot more out there. Yeah. yeah. That draws you in and makes you realize, yeah, you know what? You better stay along for the ride. So who knows what Ara's going to find along the way here. Right. Exactly. And yeah. like a couple quick, I have I have my notes. No, it's my fine. My famous notes. You, you know always me. have your notes. Right. It's I gotta, wonder, if it's I don't wonderful. write it down, I'll never remember. I'm not like Jeff who's an encyclopedia for names. Yeah, right? um, but like a few points that I just thought personally were really cool. Now uh-huh. that we've said the like, you know, costume issue, this was such a cool feminist story, y'all. Because like it she was. has this moment where she has her friend, Nylise. Um, And she's saying, you know, thank you so much. I wouldn't be alive without you. And Ara's like. Um, yes, you would. No, <laughs> <laughs> well, no. no. She's like, I, um, what did she say? She says, all I did was sever a few ropes. Every step you took to get here, you did that. And it's like women helping women and like this beautiful thing of like, you know, like I cut the rope, but like you stepped forward and like you did this. Um, and she also was smart enough not to fall for the seer's trap of like, oh, you should go down and help your friend. And she was like, nah, she's got it. (laughs) I loved their relationship. She did. She did like. She was worried about it, but she didn't do it. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, there we go. Yeah. She was the one that showed kind of concern about thinking like, hey, what's going on here? Yeah, she was concerned, but she was like, eh, Ara's got read, it. She read the room. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, um, I, and I'll be quite honest, there were like two times that I almost called her Chitara, actually, because of the, <laughs> the way she looks. She looks like Chitara from... Who? Nylise. I know, but she she looks like... She who? reminds me of Chitara from Thundercats. Oh! Thundercats. She, she, had, she had a very Chitara kind of look to her, and I, I loved see that. that. Or, yeah. um, um, I don't know Thundercats that well. Uh, oh my God, wait, wait, wait. The what? This is going to be embarrassing. Um, Wonder Woman's friend, Cheetah. Her name is Cheetah. Oh, Cheetah, yes. It's not hard yes, to remember, yeah. Maddie. Um, but yeah, and then also, like, there's a line where she says, this palace is a maze, corridor after corridor, obstacle after obstacle, and she's, like, killing people on her way, but it's, like, the obstacles are men, and I'm like, you go, girl. <laughs> but it was just kind of fabulous. Um, and then um, and then this is not about feminism, but this is just a really good quote that I wrote down from Torenthal, which I thought was really interesting, um, is he talks about free, there's no such thing. Not when there's always someone with more power, someone who can control you, yes. dominate you, destroy you. Yes, I you. love that. 
Um, so it has this idea it's that a like, harken back to the old story, like, hey, there is no right or wrong, there is only power. Yeah, I mean, because like yeah. you have the the jinn who are obviously enslaved, quite literally, but like just in general, everyone's kind of a slave to the system that they're working in. Exactly. No matter what it and is, these, and these are supposed to be like veritable gods of the universe or yeah. something like that, and even they can be enslaved to something less powerful. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'll leave it with, uh, the, um, her friend, uh, uh, Oh, uh, Nylise. 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 I wasn't even close, but she said she taught me how to fight, how to survive, and most importantly, how to live. And, and I just I thought that was so nice. I how she was telling the younglings that one too, like it's already a legendary story. Yeah. Like you can see the legend of Ara yeah, like coming to life, which is why I feel like it's so epic and cool. Yeah. I'm really excited to read more of this actually. I am too. What do you think this adds to indie comics? I think it has the opportunity in that way to add a lot if it takes kind of where it is, which is in that kind of like Jeff was saying, like it, it falls in a legacy of a certain type of comic. But the story yeah. is actually very modern and very yeah. cool. And so I think those story elements are really refreshing. It was great to read a comic that I normally would have passed up yeah. and see these amazing. And I'm really into it. Like I, I genuinely want to go read more. Yeah. But I hope that it kind of steps into that space and leans into it rather than kind of sticking on just from the artistic side and the art again is beautiful and yeah. colorful and rich and like even her face is like so gorgeous well, like, like, and like i want her to be yeah. pretty and sexy and wonderful but it's just like there's kind of a a softer way to do that yeah that i hope that they can kind of embrace moving forward because i think it opens up the accessibility yeah. um to a much wider audience of maybe some younger folks maybe more women yeah. you know like i think there's a lot of people who should be reading this who probably might not in yeah. its current format and so i hope that it kind of leads in because she's it's so great, good yeah she's a great female she's such protagonist. a cool character like i love yeah. her i want to know everything about her i want to follow her on her journey i want to see her go become a cool pirate um but like i would feel uncomfortable then just being like hey read this thing yeah because yeah, yeah, of yeah. the perception around it so absolutely i, I can that's understand my spiel. Completely. <laughs> if anything i think what this brings to the entire idea is we see a return to classical frazetta type um fiction um tropes within the realm of indie comics with this yeah. and if anything yeah. i think that's where the story is going to capture everybody it's, it's one of those kind of things don't judge a book before don't ju don't don't judge a book by its cover yeah yeah if anything I'm quite literally if, if anything quite literally <laughs> in this case so yeah i mean i think this adds um yeah high fantasy again which is cool i think it's a, a cool different kind of storytelling something that has that borrows a lot of uh you know different tales that we've come to learn and know and cultures have learned and you know learned and know, um, and kind of putting a spin on it into yeah. like a more fantasy you know non Earth you know type of you know setting. Um, I really I really really like, like that. And um, like we said, we kind of looked at the you know volume three. They they honed down on, on yeah. It's going in the, in a good direction. I'm about it. Yeah. I want more I want more belly button. Damn it! No, I'm kidding. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> now we know what's you guys' thing. That is so no, but that's the thing is is like. Are you an innie or an Audi? I don't. I mean, I don't. We're any to journey. No, nothing about. I think I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm pretty sure Ara. Ara's oh, the best. She's beautiful. I also was concerned because her hair was so cool and I liked the feathers, but it was like in her face a lot. And I was like, how does she fight like that? She's so amazing. She looks it's, so it's, good it's, all the time. It's the genie jeans. Somebody get her hair, it's the hair genie jeans. Right. Well, yeah, this was like the prime example of like someone that's so beautiful and you don't know how they would actually fight in real life, but yeah. like you also don't care because they're so beautiful. Yeah navel that's all i can say <laughs> that's the whole story folks you heard it here the navel in indie comics it's hard to draw navels the word navel is so weird yeah i know it's hard to say and draw thanks for listening guys <laughs>
Check out our other podcasts on iTunes and all podcast apps. And please, please, please rate, review, and subscribe. Tell us whether you like navels. Can you draw navels? Whatever you want to tell us. But please give us a star or hopefully maybe five, maybe four if you're confused about the whole navel thing. Whatever you're feeling. Give us a rating. Give us a review so we know you're out there and we love you. Um, and you can check us out also on our website, thegrandgeekgathering.com, for articles, videos, and so much more. You can also stay updated on our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and we stream on Twitch. The intro is provided by bensound.com, and you can buy Journey pretty much everywhere. So check it out. It's at your local comic book shop. It's on Comixology. It's on Amazon. Amazon. Everywhere. Barnes and Noble. Noble, All the spots. Go check it out. Uh, And so come and join the gathering. Have a great week. And GGG. Raise your hand if you're looking at your navel right now. Yes. Two hands. Two hands. (laughs) 